Welcome to Good Enough-ish. I'm Brooke Forey. And I'm Amanda Jefferson. We are two organization-loving friends sharing tips, strategies, real-life experiences, and fails of trying to be good enough-ish at everything we juggle in life. I own Indigo Organizing. I help busy people simplify their lives at home and at work. I co-own Curious & Company Creative, a branding design firm, and I created the Balance Bound Planner that helps you get organized and prioritize self-care. You can find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish, and you can find the show notes over at goodenoughish.com. If you have questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes, email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498. So let's start the show. Let's do it. Brooke. Amanda. Hi. Hi. How are you? (laughs) Good. What's up? Not much. We're recording remotely again. We're getting to be like real pros at this. We are. I know. I'm really proud of us. I'm so proud of us. I mean, we should give Fernando a little bit of credit, but I think we've, we've really been killing it at this like figuring out Thing. We do need to give him credit because you and I tried to fly by the seat of our pants <laughs> one time and record without him. And I would say the results were less than ideal. And yeah. then he got involved, um, did some sound testing, got me better set up. And since then, it has been smooth sailing. So yeah. I learned my lesson. I learned yeah. my lesson. Yeah. We learned the hard way. Anyway, <laughs> what's new with you? You know, it's the last week before Isabel starts school, so running around a little bit. I know. She just started cheer, which is really fun. It's like this private league kind of thing. It's called the Titans, and it's like this league that brings kids from all different school districts, and it's pretty intense. They have cheer practice Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday for two hours each, and then they have games every Saturday. I think once the school year starts, she just has it twice a week. So that feels a little bit more manageable, but it's been kind of nice, actually. I've actually enjoyed, like, setting up the lot because it's kind of far, so it's not really like a drop-off and then get something done situation. It's more like a drop-off and sit there situation. Yeah. But I get my laptop, and it's been nice weather and sitting outside, so it's been kind of nice. But her and her friends are a bit nervous because this weekend is the first game. And so... Like, did you ever do cheer? What brought this on? It's just a new thing she was interested in. Yes, I did cheer for one year, eighth grade basketball, and I think I got kicked out for chewing gum. (laughs) Seems like a minor infraction. I think that I was warned. And I think it was like kind of a purposeful thing where it was, Mm. I think it was like a, like, oh yeah? What about, you know, I think it was, I think it was warranted. Okay. It was warranted. Maybe you wanted to get kicked out? I was self-sabotaging. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I never did the cheer thing. I I did dance. But like two-hour practices, three nights a week, that's intense. That's yeah. pretty impressive for – well, I guess that's about what Graham's baseball practices are at this age. So, yeah, it it fits, but that's a lot. 
Yeah, they kind of break it up nicely because there's little kids in it. Like, I think like starting at five. Mm-hmm. I think it's like oh five gosh. up to 13. So they bring them like all together and they do their cheers and then they break them up and then they do lots of like tumbling and gymnastics. And But her little outfit is so cute. I was going to say. White bow that's like like ridiculously large bow that she's going to be wearing in her hair. I think the brief phase of wanting to do cheer when I was like in first and second grade was strictly for fashion reasons. I just really (laughs) wanted the uniform. Yes. But alas, I had many, many dance costumes instead. Yeah. So that's what we've been up to. And then tomorrow we have sneak a peek, which is where we get to go to the school and meet her teacher and see who's in her class and all of that. So Yeah. And you guys start school a week before we do. So I get a little bit more buffer, but... But I spent – so the last time we recorded was a week ago, Mm -hmm. and I was getting ready to go to meet my family. They were in central Pennsylvania at my in-laws. Our town, you may have heard, was in the Little League World Series, which is like a huge deal for 12-year-olds who play baseball. So Graham is not yet in – you know, that division, but he is in media little league. So he knew some of these kids playing. We know some of the families, like he plays with the younger brothers of these kids. So it was a pretty big deal to make it to the little league world series in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. So I drove out Wednesday to meet Nick and the kids who had given me a couple days off. Mm -hmm. And I was so jealous. I know it was pretty nice. And then we drove, we all went to Williamsport together. Like basically the entire town was there watching this game and they did lose the first game, but then we decided we had so the much fun. The entire town of media yes. was watching the game. Uh-huh. Was there. Like, mm-hmm. the guy at the gate actually said, like, is there anybody left in media? <laughs> because we just all kept rolling in with our media merch and and stuff. Oh so, God. and apparently. I need media merch. So, we represented, we. They represented the Mid-Atlantic. So, it's like Pennsylvania and some other states. That's that huge. Are kids, our 12-year-olds from Media Little League were the champions. And so all of the merch and stuff that they sell at the Little League World Series store says Mid-Atlantic on it. Well, apparently, because we were a somewhat local team, they thought ahead and doubled the merch order from last year. They were still sold out by day three. Oh, my god! That's how many media people were there. But it was just so fun. I had the best time. I've always liked baseball. And of course, Graham being into it has made me enjoy it more. But like sharing that experience with the kids was amazing because like they're seeing their peers on this amazing field playing for this huge audience. Like it was on ESPN. Like this was a big deal. And we ended up going to all three games that they played in before they unfortunately lost and, and are no longer in the series, but had an incredible run. But the last game we went to, the third, the entire Phillies team was there watching the game. The entire team? The entire team because the Phillies and the Nationals played a game against each other in Williamsport. It's this thing that they do just to like bring people to Williamsport and to like kind of bring the focus back to the love of the game for the Major League Baseball. So the entire Phillies organization was there. Oh my gosh. So we're sitting there watching this game and we start seeing this sea of jerseys walking in and we're like, oh my gosh, Mm. that's, I don't know if anybody cares or Amanda, if you know any of these players names, but there's Bryce Harper, to. there's Trey yeah. Turner, there's JT Romuto, who all of the moms have been messaging me about, like, did you see JT? The moms enjoy JT. And I got to see my kid, like, 
elbow his way in there and get three autographs from some of his heroes. So it was just awesome. Like, I think the the last morning that we went, we had to get up at like 6 a.m. to get on the road at 7, get there around 9. It's all free and it's all just like general admission. So you get there. It's amazing. You get there, you get your seats early to be able to get a good view. We were like right at the first baseline and the game started at 11. I was like up and ready to go at 6.45 a.m. Nick was like, who are you? I was like, let's You're go. Like, we got to get I'm our seats. I'm a baseball mom. That's I'm a I baseball am. mom and I'm just a baseball fan. So it was so fun. But I'm tying this all in. <laughs> okay. I swear there's a point. Coming I'm tying back. this all into something we talked about on our last episode that Amanda, my strawberries and blueberries stayed totally <laughs> fresh in my glass storage containers for the five days that I ended up being away. You know what, Brooke? I thought to myself the other day, I was like, what is it that I needed at TJ Maxx and Home Goods? What oh, is it that I was, and I was like, I can't remember. Oh. And that's what it is. I need these large mason jar type containers. This so the ones I, I use are smaller ones. Yeah, they're not mason jars. Oh, but you're jars. just using like glass. Glass containers glass. with like airtight plastic lids that I love. Okay. They're square, okay. so they fit in the fridge real nice. But I had, because I had not been planning to be away for this whole time, like we were going to go to the game Wednesday night. I was maybe going to stay at my in-laws for another day or two. But then once we decided to go back to Williamsport on Saturday and then back to Williamsport on Sunday, I was like, okay, this is a a bit of a longer stretch. And you had your berries in the back of your mind, like. You know, I, mean, I don't know I if like, I can continue to watch the World Series because of my berries. I mean, how are the berries going to be? How are the berries doing? I came home and you they were hired still... a berry sitter. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was a little nervous because I was like, oh, my gosh, I totally forgot about Paige's fish over this the oh. co- course of five days. So, like, of course, when we got home on Sunday night, I like immediately ran upstairs to check the fish tank. The fish was fine. I fed it a lot. <laughs> But the fish and the berries thrived in my absence. So I just want to tell you that, like, again, had to tie it all together with some purpose there. Glass storage is the way to go. No, that's great because, you know, I am doing this program that has me eating a ton of vegetables. And I actually went, have you been to the produce junction? Not in years, but yeah. I mean, I grew up. I mean, we have them around. A lot of them. Around we have here. them around, and I've heard people talk about them. But I needed so every basically like every week you get the meal plan for the week and your shopping list, and it's a ton and ton and ton of vegetables. And I hadn't actually been to the produce junction, so I didn't wasn't really sure how it all worked. So I went, and it was amazing. I got like an entire shopping cart full of produce for like $70, but it's very bulk. It's like yeah. a bag of kale that's like the size of my torso. Like you know you're going to have to eat kale a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like researching because apparently you can freeze kale, but you should, um, what's the word? Blanch it first. Okay. Well, I was going to say, you know, Fran freezes everything. So yes, you know, I have no I doubt. Fran knows about blanching because blanching I- is like you basically Talk, like du- like put it in boiling water for like two or three minutes and then take it out and then put it in cold water and it's, it's supposed to it's a lot for of kale work. which is it's like the worst of, of the leafy greens so anyway all of me. that is to come back to the <laughs> point that i need to definitely be exploring storage options that are going to extend the life of my produce yes another tip that i had picked up like a couple of years ago from 
um, Victoria from CFIT and the Fit to Be Real podcast, she, um, like, I get the bagged lettuce that's already cleaned and, you know, not on the head of lettuce because I'm lazy. And um, after I open it, and, you know, I usually get like three full salads out of a bag of lettuce for myself. Okay. And, but after I open it, I do put in like a paper towel to absorb some of that extra moisture and it keeps it fresher, more fresh, fresher for just a bit longer. So I don't know know if that would work for the kale, but like, that's like the lazy, non-blanching, non-freezing, especially if you're going to eat it over the course of a couple of days. Like the berries needed, you know, longer shelf life. I think I can take a good enough-ish root with the kale and not blanch it because I think blanching is if you want to store it for like a year or something. Oh, yeah. No, I need, need to do this that. kale to last like four weeks. And I mostly just put it in my smoothies. So what this woman is recommending is even, because I've been freezing bananas for my smoothies too. Because I actually Same. like the more frozen stuff you put in the smoothie, the better. Because then it's like not warm. You yeah. And then like you don't need warm. to add extra ice because everything's exactly. already like frozen. So right consistency. I think I'm going to skip... Because it's all about like, oh, you want it to be the, it has a better flavor if you blanch it and it had, like, it'll last longer. I'm like, I don't care. No. I just want kale in my smoothie. So good enough fish. We're just going to freeze as is after, after washing. But like, can I ask? So it sounds like the produce junction is kind of like the Costco of produce. Correct. Correct. Is it worth it though? If you have that much kale that like. That's an excellent question. Like, it might be a great deal, but, like, if you have to save this same bunch of kale for four weeks, it's a lot of kale. We're going to see. I think it may be – if I am able to save a lot of this stuff, I think it will end up being do your future self a favor situation. Okay. Because all of these produce items are going to be on my shopping list again next week. But if I have frozen a lot of them and, like, dealt – you know, like – I'm going to see. It's to be determined. Okay. I think for some things, maybe it makes sense. Like, and maybe for some things, it doesn't make sense. Okay. All right. Well, we expect you to report back. I will. Okay. I will. It was like, oh, the other thing that was crazy that happened at the produce junction, never seen this happen in my life. There was no ringing up process. The woman added it all up in her head. Wow. I was like, what's happening? And I saw her like, 70 70 dollars and i was like i think i actually said to her what just happened <laughs> and i was like did you just like did you just do that in your head and she's like uh-huh and then i looked over and her friend next to her that was ringing up the other person was like five ten they do the same thing yes. okay now i gotta go to produce junction and you see this because like it's one i mean of those you things and- it's like a culture thing it's like yeah. a, this is the way we do it here and i was new and i didn't know sure but like I mean, you know that mathing is hard for me. And like you and I were doing some mathing earlier and I needed the calculator for like a very simple equation. So I can't imagine like not losing. Tra- I just I easily lose track of where I'm going with the numbers. Not that I can't add yeah. some the cost of some produce at Produce Junction. Like I'm not that bad at math, but that to be yeah. to be doing that all day. Wow. Yeah. And I impressive. also feel so I, th- I know we have several listeners that are big Produce Junction like frequent flyers like is Veronica, it just like a it's a I know. philadelphia thing i don't know produce junction Veronica, I, I know you are megan not okay. college megan costa rica megan oh I think okay she's produce junction so i think we have a lot of listeners that can clue us in here they really need to weigh in and now i kind of want to go just to see the mathing 
Um, <laughs> I have a funny, when you started to say like something you had never seen before, I was reminded of this story that someone told me um, that like, <laughs> so <laughs> this might be inappropriate <laughs> for the podcast. <laughs> Do you know what a pineapple means? No. Okay. So apparently a pineapple is like a symbol of swingers. Oh. Like a pineapple is like a universal symbol for like welcome. Okay. But okay. it's also apparently like this welcome. thing that swingers do. And like for some reason I was at a doctor's appointment and the nurse and I were chit-chatting and she was telling me about, she's like, yeah, it was so weird. I don't even remember why we were talking about produce junction or why she was telling me she was there with a friend. And they saw this wacky guy walking around with like some weird outfit on and like trying to talk to them and trying to hit on them and all he had in a cart was a pineapple and I was like oh, oh you know what that means doesn't she's like no what 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 does it mean and I told her I was like that means he's a swinger and he was looking for a good time and she was like oh my god oh my god so anyway if you're ever at produce junction and someone is only purchasing a pineapple I don't think I mean, you can do that at Produce Junction because you have to have like 10 pineapples. Okay, maybe he had 10 pineapples. I don't know. <laughs> maybe it wasn't Produce Junction. Maybe it was the grocery store, but that was what I thought. No, of. I think at Produce Junction you could buy just one pineapple. Okay, I mean, well, I apparently he yeah. did. So yeah, anyway. That's amazing. That's hysterical. Be suspicious. Be like if, I mean, unless you're into swinging, that's, that's, that's your choice. That's, I mean, if you're swinging, keep an eye out for pineapples. I guess so. Yes. I'm not judging anyone's no. use of the pineapple as a symbol. I'm just letting no. you know that if you didn't know that this was a symbol yep maybe know. keep an eye out for it and yeah. that is why this is an educational podcast it is also yeah. i think loofahs on what? car antennas is another sign <laughs> i don't know why i should probably google this before i go spouting this why out and, know and this? i because amanda i have useless knowledge i cannot I cannot do math. A loofah? There's on a certain car antenna. There's certain pieces of American history that I'm ashamed to not know more about. But if you ask me what a loofah on a car means, I know. And I and I have no connection to the swinger community, but I know what the pineapples and the loofahs mean. I don't know, Amanda. These are just Wow. I don't know how I know these things. I don't know who told me. I don't know how accurate they are. So we might have to edit this out if we find that I'm wrong. No, I don't it, think we are going to edit it I out. I think it's absolutely staying in. And the thing I'm doing immediately at the break is Googling Lufon okay. car antenna. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, one other thing we wanted to talk about, Amanda, total departure from pineapples and kale mm -hmm. and all of those things. Um, saw a little reel from you pop up on Instagram the other day. Brooke, We've both kind of reel. been off the Instagram game for a while. It's like I totally forgot that Instagram existed I and know. it was kind of nice. But, um, you know, as a business owner, it's nice to be on there and be active when possible. But it's, it's just nice too. It's nice too. It just doesn't it's, happen. It's, you know, it's not my sweet spot. But um, Sansama reached out to me because it is this tool that I have just discovered in the last couple of months, this time management tool, and I am loving it. And they offered an opportunity to like talk about it um, as a paid sponsorship. Oh, nice. And I was like, yeah, I'll talk about it because you know me, like you talk to, you want to talk to me about my Kizik shoes. I'll take them off for you in the middle of the grocery store. I know you will. And they're not even you know, paying you for that. No. And they're not even paying. They should be, but they're not. Yeah. So, um. 
I did a good enough-ish reel. And I had been, they had a deadline, you know, um, and I had been like dragging my feet on it. And I was sitting by the pool at Lori's house. Um, you know, the, my client that I take care of her home, Isabel's like in the pool. And I'm like, hey, Isabel, I need to do a video. And so she knows CapCut, this whole like video editing t tool. So I basically just took like a very good enough-ish video of me like moving the cursor around on Sansama. I did a voiceover. Look at you. I added music. I even did a little transition at the end. I chose my cover and I, it was very good enough-ish. I was very happy with it. Good. Yeah. But so, you love Sansama. Like, I, I mean, oh, yeah. I need to learn more. So I saw that you posted a reel, but I had to come clean with you that I didn't actually watch it or have the volume on. <laughs> I often watch things without the volume. Which is what people do. Yeah. I think I sh what I should have done was add captions, captions. right? Captions. That's a yeah, whole that's other step in the process. You're learning. It's okay. But I am interested in learning about this tool because the quick visual that I saw of it definitely worked for my brain. Um, yes. So you're going to have to maybe – Oh, shoot. I forgot those captions, Brooke. That's okay. That's important for accessibility reasons. It is. But you know what? We forgive ourselves. It was the good enough-ish okay, option. Move on. We move on. You okay. can always do a second follow-up reel or you can repost it with captions. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. So what I love about Sansama, you want to know a little bit about now? I do. Please tell me. Okay. What I like about it, like it, it actually looks a little bit like your planner in the sense that I like having seeing in columns Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And so it's basically these columns and then you can add your to-dos to the days and then it's very easy to rearrange things and move them over to another day. It's very easy to rearrange the order. You can add events from your calendar so that you can say, this is what I'm going to do before. This is what I'm going to do after. Um, you can, it has you plan your day. So it'll say like, okay, Brooke, this is what you said that you were going to do today. Do, are there things that you want to move off? Does this look good? You can actually add the duration. So like if I say, okay, this is going to take 20 minutes. This is going to take 10 minutes. At the top, it'll show me like, okay, smarty pants, that's 10 hours and 30 minutes of work. Like mm. not mathematically possible. Reality kind check. Of thing. Yeah. yeah, reality check. Um, and it also has you identify like weekly objectives, which I really like. So it's kind of like, okay, get this proposal out or, you know, whatever, get school ready or whatever it is. So I've been really liking it. And they give you a nice long 30-day trial, which I think is, you know, I don't think you can like experiment with a tool like this in like seven days or something. No. It is pricier, but you know me, I'm willing to spend money on something that works. I think it's something like $30 a month. Okay. I mean, that's not... It's not terrible. We pay more than that for Basecamp, which is like our project management. I mean, that's for Curious and Company. Like we get our clients involved and and this sounds yeah. like more of a personal to-do app, but still it's reasonable if it's helping you, if you're getting a return on that investment. So I will be so intrigued to follow along. Yes. Stay posted because there will be another reel coming up with captions. Okay. I can't wait. But wait, if I repost it with captions, it's basically like a new post, right? So then I yeah. lose all you the would, comments or whatever. You would lose your comments. You would lose like the metrics, but, um, you know, views, whatever. But I mean, you could repost it in a couple weeks when you have a couple other posts filtered okay. in. And so maybe it doesn't look like two of the same thing right next to each other. Or you could just change your cover image and then it won't look, you know, to someone looking okay. at your grid. Yeah. I don't know. If yeah. anybody is noticing, Rook is better at Instagram than I am because I am very not good. I may be good at it, but I have taken several months away from it. And uh, I think, you know, some balance bound. 
As we should. Yeah. I mean, as you know, some balance bound customers might think we've totally disappeared because I have gotten some messages like, are you going to be releasing a 2024 planner? <laughs> yeah, it's totally in the works. And I need oh, yeah. to, I did finally post like, hey, pre-orders are coming soon. I'm just quiet over here and I need to write a newsletter. But yeah, I've just been kind of leaning away from the social media. Totally fine. I need to get back into it at some point. But when it starts to feel like such a slog and such a time yeah. suck, you know, you got to step away. Exactly. Don't spark joy. You got to step back, reevaluate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, should we take a little break? Let's do it. All right. We'll be back. You're listening to the Good Enough-ish podcast with Amanda Jefferson and Brooke Forey. Visit goodenoughish.com for show notes with information from each episode, as well as links to all the places where you can find us on the internet. Now back to the show. Amanda, we're back and you're just doing a little countdown dance for sashaying. A little sway. Wait, you texted me and said that um, the Little League was bringing the house music. Yes. And I got a video of it. You did. um, I should post it on our Instagram. It was so the um, the name of the mascot. It's like he's kind of a beaver, maybe a groundhog. Kind of a beaver. We're not quite sure what he is. No, Nick, look this up. He's like a combination of a beaver and something else. Anyway, really cute mascot. His name's Dugout. And before the games... He would like dance with each each team and just kind of get them hyped up. And that one house music song that I tr- house sorry my Delco just came out house that one house music um, song that I tried to explain to you that was like din 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 you're gonna know it anyway. I do. I do. He started dancing with them to that, and I got a quick video, and that's when I texted you. I was like, they're they're bringing the house music. I wonder if that should have been my career because, A, Brooke, I don't know if you know, but my secret wish was to be a backup dancer. I Um, don't know. My secret wish was to be a backup dancer, but being a mascot, it really takes a lot of the embarrassment out of it because you can dance however you want and be, and nobody knows who you are. So I would get my house music. I would get my dancing. I don't really think I would enjoy the heat of the costume. I was just going to say that's the one thing you know, that would hold me back, but like pay me seven figures. I could deal because I think mascots correct. make, oh my gosh, did you ever watch that mascot reality show? I think it was on Hulu no. a couple of years ago. Oh my gosh. It's, it's like behind the scenes of like small sports league mascots, these people that are just have so much passion. It was really fun. And I knew the blue hen at Delaware. I knew one of the guys that was the the blue hen mascot. Yeah. It would be be totally fun. Little There's anonymity. All these like they can only be in the suit for 45 minutes at a time or like something like that. Or yeah. I think there I knew I don't know why I know that. There's some <laughs> rule about like there's several mascots and they switch off because legally they can't be in the suit for longer than 45 minutes. Interesting. I might be making all that up. Okay. Well that's another I thing we're gonna to. research. And we did not read we didn't. We forgot to research the pineapple and um, we did loofah loofah on the antenna. Yeah, I mean, I'm just. Can we just circle back to this for a second? I mean, why not like a green ribbon? Like why like a loofah? I don't know, Amanda. So many questions. I have, I have none so of the answers. Many. I just I right. know the facts. 
I think I know the facts. Anyway, this is not at, well, this is a little bit related to our topic today. (laughs) Maybe not. We're talking about good old fashioned sleep. Sleep. Sorry, that was very (sighs) sleep. Um, Yeah, because I mean, sleep hygiene, the older I get, becomes more and more important to me. I'm pretty serious about my sleep conditions and like how much sleep I need and like don't mess with my sleep. Mm-hmm. And the school year is starting, and those of us who have kids also know like how important sleep is yes. to the young folk. Yes, um, but in some different ways. So, yeah, I wanted to share. I think I've mentioned it on the podcast before, but I've been using it now for like over a month. I have this Luna cooling weighted blanket that my friend Katie recommended, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I got separate ones for me and Nick so like we can each have our own. Yes. And it has been working really well to help me get a deep night's sleep. Do you mm-hmm. like do you subscribe to the weighted blanket thing? I don't subscribe to the weighted blanket thing, but I do need a very specific weight of the blankets. Well, so do I. Like, but not heavy enough and I I don't feel like I can get settled too heavy and I feel like I'm being like squashed. You know? see. Like the heavier you the like better for be me. Heavier the better for you. Yeah, yeah, but the problem is that I was like still sleeping with our heavy comforter and like, you know, sweating mm-hmm. the bed as my my friend Kat <laughs> affic- um affectionately named it a few years ago and I've never forgotten it. Um, you know, I would wake up like super hot because even if with with the air conditioning on, like it was just it was too much. So this weighted blanket it's not actually like cool but it's not hot so it's not because I also don't I don't want something like super cold up against my body because I I'm either freezing or sweating like we've learned this about me Uh but so the cooling weighted blanket just it kind of just prevents it from getting overly warm while providing your temperature yes while providing the weight that helps okay. me get a deep night's sleep. So there I've was been some loving funny, that. There was some funny Instagram meme that was going around at one point that was like, it was somebody like in response to like, if you said like, oh, like, why don't you just crash here? And they were like, oh, I'm sorry. I need the room to be at 67 degrees. I need a lavender spritz on my pillow. I need a mattress firmness that's blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, you think I'm just going to crash here? Yeah. Like, there are such specific requirements that this person needed to sleep. And I am... A little bit like that. I have a hard time. Like you could put me in the Ritz Carlton in the like the plushest bedroom in the world, but I'm still gonna have a hard time sleeping because mm-hmm. I like my little environment. Like I like I have a hard time sleeping in other places that are not my bed. Really? Even if it's like super lush. Yeah. Anything. I okay. think part of it is like I feel like a little like it's funny because I like traveling and I love hotel rooms, but I don't often sleep very well in them because I feel I get like disoriented. Like I'll wake mm. up in the middle of the night and be like, where am I? What's happening? Oh, interesting. Yeah. I feel okay. like disoriented. Yeah. I mean, the I definitely needs to be just right. Oh, the yeah. I, just I right. travel with my pillow often. I know. I love yeah. I need my specific pillow and I also, I mean, I could also just travel with the pillowcase, but I use a satin pillowcase for my hair, for yes. the curls. I to use stay. a satin pillowcase as well. I know. And you know what? It works. I don't know if I've mentioned that for a while, p- 
Paige wanted one too just because I was using it. And so I got her one and it was so much easier to brush her hair. Correct. And she has very straight hair, but it's very thick and it would get knotty. She has since decided she doesn't want the satin pillowcase and it's now much more difficult to brush her hair. So like the satin Mm. pillowcase works if you have any length of hair, I think. Yes. Um, So I do travel with my pillow and my pillowcase. You were telling me, you wouldn't actually tell me what this was, but you said you learned a new new trick from Mel Robbins. Yeah. So I'm taking Mel Robbins launch course. It's basically like a six month kind of coaching program. And Amanda, this, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, are you I, hiding this from me? Because this is another course about this. This has been something that's been going on. This we're in like month four book. Okay, so this is the same this course. I was going to say, if new, this is no, okay. no, it's not a new course. Not okay. a new course. And this month is all about habits. And I'm actually really excited because Mel is so good at making things very memorable. And I think there are eight habits that she's going to have us be working on. I'm behind. So I think they're already on like habit six, but I'm just getting started on habit one. And it's like A, B, C, D, E, F, G or something like that are the habits. And the first one is awesome alarm. And that is what I tried this morning. So it's basically, well, sort of four steps. First of all, you, um, you put your, if you use your phone for an alarm, which she says is not ideal, it would be mm-hmm. love for you to not use your phone as an alarm, but like have it away, like not next to you. Have it in the bathroom, have it across the room so that you physically have to get, I know, Brooke's shaking her head. Nope. So you physically have to get out of bed to get the alarm. I don't want to. I know. Well, that's the point. You don't want to. And I have been lollygagging in bed and I won't have the choice to do that once school starts, mm-hmm. but I have been this summer like like losing hours in the morning, cuddling with Junie, not getting out of bed. Anyway, the second step is, uh, this is why it's called awesome alarm. You hear the alarm and you say, oh, awesome. No. Like you you literally say this out loud, like, oh, awesome. Instead of like, oh my God, I don't want to get out of bed, which is like, I turn into like a little brat, like a little yeah. teenager. So um, you say like, oh, awesome. And then her <laughs> whole thing is the five second rule. So it's five, four, three, two, one, you count on and you stand up. Yeah, you have so, mentioned this one. Yeah. Yes. So I did it this, this morning. I set it across. I turned the alarm way up so that I would be able to hear it. I literally said out loud, out loud, oh, awesome. I got out of bed, five, four, three, two, one, and I stood up and I had a 930 meeting and it was amazing because I made the bed and put my makeup on and made a smoothie and like had extra time to kill. I had been needing to like paint my toenails for a week and like did that versus yesterday, like before the oh awesome, I probably would have like tried to stay in bed as long as possible, like threw my hair in a big top knot, like maybe put on some lipstick and be like rushing to this call. Right. Yeah. Like I was five solid minutes late to my hair appointment yesterday. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm like in it so far. Okay. The problem is, Brooke, with me right now is I am doing that thing that a lot of us introverts do, which is I'm spending a lot of time on my computer or on my phone late into the night because it's my quiet time. Yeah. And I'm trying to get stuff done because it's the only time during the day that no one is speaking to me. So that is not, so I'm getting up. So hopefully I'll be getting up more easily, but I don't know if I will be getting up with enough, having had enough sleep. I'm not getting the amount of sleep that I need because I'm going to bed too late. So it's great that I'm working on getting out of bed in the morning, but I need to work on getting to sleep earlier. That's a really important part. 
Well, and not even just earlier, but without like any of the blue light, you know, the screens, the phone screen, the computer screen after like 9 p.m. Or I really try. Like I have also been looking at my phone too late the last couple of nights. Like I'll maybe watch a show and then I'll start reading my book on my Kindle. And then I'm like, oh, I forgot to add that thing to the grocery list. Yes. And I'll open my phone and I swear I can like just feel that it's affecting me. Yes. I don't well, know how. <laughs> Mel said something that I thought was so interesting. She was citing some study um, that said, like, if you get exposed to blue light in the key hours between 11 p.m. and 4 a.m., it's actually – it has, like, this effect that she called pro-depressive. Oh, wow. Where it's almost – it's, like, proactively it, – I guess it depresses your dopamine. Hmm. So it actually creates this feeling of, oh, like yeah. just because you've suppressed your dopamine. And it's shocking the amount of statistics how like people will literally wake up in the middle of the night and check their email. Like that's mm. very common. I mean, for one thing, the screen, <laughs> for two, like then you have work on the brain or whatever, know. you know, if you have any work emails that came in. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, that's that's not good. Nick used to do that. He would wake up in the middle of the night and like be like, well, I'll just I'll watch a show on my phone with that my headphones. And so it won't disrupt anyone. I'm like, but that is so bad for you. Yeah. Like read a book, read like a, you know, try yeah. to read a book or something. Yeah, yeah. He's he's really tried to like shut down the the phone um, at like 9 p.m. Like no no screens yeah. after 9 p.m. I mean, we still watch TV, but I do think that that's different. Ariana Huffington, you know, she's a big sleep expert, um, mm-hmm. like the founder of the Huffington Post. I think at one point she either sold or was recommending a little tiny bed that you could put your phone in. Like you could, <laughs> you could like tuck your phone in the bed. I have How seen that. Cute is that? It kind of like <laughs> feels to me like your tissue box thing. Like I would love to see like a little like retro bed that I could tuck my phone into. I mean, like I can't wake my phone. I can't. I can't look at it. She's sleeping. <laughs> I can imagine like a little like mobile like spinning over top of it. Like yeah. night. I want to talk. I want to shift gears for a second and talk about snoring. Because oh, yeah. as you know, that is something that I experience in my household. Seemsies. But I want to talk about CPAPs for a second. Because I know that when people are diagnosed with sleep apnea or maybe other sleeping conditions, they are they get their CPAP. And I hear a lot of people say in conversations like, oh, yeah, so-and-so is diagnosed with sleep apnea. So now he sleeps with a CPAP and everything's great. That seems like a monstrosity, that machine. How are I know. people sleeping with it and being like, oh, yeah, I'm so happy with this thing on my face while I'm sleeping? Like, how is that comfortable? I don't get it. I wonder because, like, I used to clench my jaw at night. And so I have – I wear a mouth guard. And I, like, I remember first getting it and thinking, like, oh, this is so weird. This is so uncomfortable. Now – if I go away and I forget the mouth guard, it feels uncomfortable to not have it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I can't speak from experience about the CPAP, but I do. Yeah, I'm wondering about that too. Um, if it's we just have some listeners that either use a CPAP or have loved ones that use a CPAP, so chime in, let us know. Yeah. Yeah. And just going back to what you were saying about Mel Robbins, and like, I know that. Um, you know, she doesn't recommend hitting the snooze button, which I still do every single day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she recommends, you know, high-fiving yourself in the mirror and all these things that sound really cute and fun. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of at a point where I'm just like, 
I mean, we all know I'm not a morning person and I'm feeling okay leaning into the fact that from the time my alarm goes off to the time my feet actually hit the floor, it could be a solid hour. Mm -hmm. It could be hitting snooze two or three times. It could be laying in bed, reading the news on my phone until the kids come in and then maybe snuggling a bit and then starting my day like, maybe I'm okay with that. I don't know. I I know that I would probably be more productive and getting more things done if my feet hit the ground and I said, awesome, (laughs) the second my alarm went off across the room. But I'm also just like, no, I'm okay with my way. It's a good enough-ish. It's good enough-ish for me. And I think like, for example, on the Saturdays and Sundays, like weekends and summer in a lot of ways is like a long weekend. You know, I feel like I'm going to let myself just like, I mean, because you've, you obviously, if you've met Junie, you understand how cute and soft she is. And so if she's sleeping next to you, it's basically like you, you know, you're like in Junie jail. Like you can't go anywhere because the cuteness level is too much for a human to bear. But yeah. I do think that a lot of times what happens has been happening this summer is that I'm lollygagging so much in the morning that I'm paying for it later. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh my God, I'm so stressed out. I have so much to do. But like I had such a slow start to the day that like I could have gotten. Yeah. So I think I'm trying to find a balance. Yeah. Well, and I guess let's be clear, like when school starts, I'm not going to have the option to laze in bed is that Correct. the right word? Lays. Um, yeah. For yeah. very long. Um, you know, Graham and I will probably take our morning walks and we usually leave the house by like eight o'clock for that. So summer, yes, it's been long weekend sleep vibes um, yes. in terms of, of my wake up. But I also like I like to set a good example of good sleep conditions and a a reasonable bedtime for my kids because they're getting older and like bedtime got a little later this summer and it's probably going to stay a little later during the school year. But like their little growing bodies need sleep. And I saw this great Instagram meme the other day. Um, Our friend Hillary Young, she shared this meme that was like a husband describing, explaining to his kids that like bedtime isn't so you can get sleep. It's so the people that are exhausted by you can get some sleep. Right. Because, right. I mean, I love my kids, but by nine o'clock, I'm like, I am so tired. Like if I don't put you guys to bed soon, like nobody will because I am getting in my, I'm getting under the covers in 10 minutes. Yeah. So like if you want me to read you a book or chit chat before you go to sleep, like it's got to happen now. So, right. you know, I'm... I want to set some good parameters around sleep for the school year, um, but also don't want to be a total buzzkill. Yeah. I'm looking – yeah, we've talked about this before. I think having some structure and everything will be nice. I think – I just don't – like I think for me, it's mostly the mindset thing. Like I've been a little bit whiny lately about all the things that I have to do. Okay. And I think that zaps my energy and it zaps my gratitude. I'm like, oh, Hmm. I have to do so much. And like, that's the story that I tell myself every day. Like, I have to do so much. And that's annoying. And so I'm annoying myself and I'm boring myself. Okay. And so I liked this like, oh, awesome. Great. Let's do this. Like, let's tackle this day because I will whine about something like, oh, I have to water the plants and it takes like seven minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like I need to do more. 
eating the frog in the morning. Have we talked about eating the frog? I think a little bit, but you can repeat yeah, it. Yeah, nobody knows who said this. P- people attribute it to like Mark Twain or whoever, but you know, it's like they say, like, if you have to eat a frog, do it first thing in the morning. So I think that's what I'd like to wake up, eat some frogs, get <laughs> some of the things out of the way that I'm dreading doing so that I can stop being so bratty about it. You okay. Know? All right. Well, I don't think you're being bratty, but I'm also not around you like 24-7, so. (laughs) No, I am bratty, Brooke. You're not around me enough to know just how bratty I am, but I can be, I have a little bit of a martyr streak. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you feel like summer just, even though we've like found ways to enjoy the summer and kind of slow down, do you feel, I mean, it's also like, this. it's it's a Mm -hmm, lot. mm -hmm. It's a lot to figure out. Your kids schedule when there's not like a consistent Mm -hmm. camp every day, which I know you and I both kind of had some different things going on there. And even when you have that focus work time, it can be hard because you might get a call saying, come pick me up or can this person, you know, like come over for dinner. And then it's like, it's It's just, it's a lot. So do you feel like the school year will help you? Because my kryptonite is interruptions. It takes me so long to just like, so I feel like my day is chopped up into like seven minute intervals, you know, and it's, Mm -hmm. it can get kind of maddening. And so I think that's what I'm looking forward to. Like now that Fernando's back at work and Isabel's going to be in school, like, I'm like, oh my God, I might actually be able to have like a thought, you know? So that's when I start to get bratty and whiny. And also people think I'm Google. Um, you know, people ask me things all I don't know why people they're just like, Hey, Amanda, like what's the weather, you know, like in Zimbabwe right now? Yeah, that's uh that, let me let Google, me Google that, that for you. you. People think like, that what? I am Google and they ask me Google questions just... all day long. I mean, I appreciate I, mean, I appreciate it's a that they think that I am all knowing. Yeah, exactly. I do appreciate that, but I'm just like <laughs> Google it. Yeah. yeah. Anywho, see, I told you I'm whining. Well, I'm whining right now. <laughs> it's okay. You can whine. You can whine. You can whine. Also, maybe you just need a little bit more sleep. Yeah. So we'll check know. in again just about the sleep and in. how we're doing with that, you know, once we're a few weeks into school and seeing, you know, I do. I, okay. It'd be so nice if we could have like some sort of, you know, they say like you need between seven and nine hours of sleep. I'm like, can you just tell me which it is? Do I need seven or do I need nine? Can you just tell me? Oh, I need nine. I need nine maybe I for sure. Need- Right. And I don't I always be get a different it. person if I got nine, but I'm normally getting seven and I didn't know that I needed nine. I don't know. But but then there's some people who are like, oh, if I get nine, like that's mm. too much. I'm like, what? No, there's no, no such thing as too no. much sleep in my world. Um, but no, I do think I used to think eight hours was fine. And then I would get eight hours and still feel tired. I'm like, no, I'm actually one of those okay. people that needs nine. Yeah. Well, that was good. Okay. I feel... I'm I'm gonna do my oh awesome every day, and now I'm gonna laugh when I do it because I'm gonna think awesome. about you and how cheesy you think it is. I mean, but I kind of like yeah, you know, if it yeah. keeps you going, if it keeps you positive, you, Amanda, you do you, you. Mel. and Mel Robbins is fun like that. Like she's, she's I, I like, her. I love her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's take a break, okay. and we will be right back. Bye. Okay. Bye. Hey, listeners. Amanda here. One of the best ways to support this podcast is by leaving positive ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. If you're on an iPhone, find that purple podcast app, search for Good Enough-ish, 
scroll down to the ratings and reviews sections to tap five stars and write your own review. You might even get a shout out on the show. Your support means so much and will help new listeners find us. Thanks so much. Now back to the show. Amanda, we're back. We are back. Hello. Hello. Greetings. I'm sorry. I was cheating because I was reading your What's Sparking Joy section before you were telling me, and I was like, ooh, that's good. Okay, so (laughs) cheater, cheater. Have you ever said, my mom always says, cheater, cheater, red red bug eater. Have you ever heard that Never. No. Cheater, cheater, red bug eater. That might be a Southern thing. (laughs) Never heard that one. Yep. Okay. So what's sparking joy for you right now? So I was thinking about this as I'm getting ready to launch, um, you know, open pre-sales for our 2024 Balance Bound Planners coming soon. And I love when I'm packing orders and like I always look, you know, double check that I have the right items, double check if it's like something that requires, um, you know, there's a place for people to write a gift note. And so that if I see it's clearly a gift, I will like black out the price of things just to, you know, be polite. But sometimes Mm -hmm. I have found that someone is writing a gift note, even though it is clearly a purchase for themselves. Mm -hmm. It's being shipped to them. They might even, you know, write their own name in the gift note. And I, that is what's sparking joy. When people use the gift note section of their balance bound order to write a note of encouragement to themselves. Now, do you have a prompt where it says you could use this section to write a note of encouragement to yourself? I don't. It just says like gift note if applicable. But I love Uh that people have taken it upon themselves. Like many people, I could probably go back in my orders and and actually chronicle it. Um, And I just love it. It just makes me happy that People are buying this for themselves and they're seeing it as like a treat, something that's going to spark joy for them and help them. And they maybe it's a little that. gift to themselves. And they're acknowledging that gift. And they're celebrating little... themselves. Yeah, they're celebrating they themselves. are. And they're encouraging themselves. Like, I hope this helps you, you know, plan the best year ever and, you know, take charge of your life this year. Like just really lovely, sweet things. Sometimes they're really short. Sometimes they're a little bit longer. Um, also, it's of course, wonderful when people are writing a gift note to someone else. But I particularly love it when I see that it's a gift note to themselves. So that's what Spark and Joy. Would you ever consider changing the prompt to include like maybe write a little love note to yourself? Maybe Maybe I will. will. Yeah, because that's super easy for me to change. Of things to do. My list is is growing for Balance (laughs) Bound, but tis the season. Tis the season. Amanda, what are you doing to do your future self a favor? You know, I got in a, I got in the zone and I started decluttering my house like crazy. And you might think that my house is already very decluttered, but you know, it's life and we You're all human. have stuff and I'm human and I have unmatched socks and a pantry that everybody just shoves their stuff into without regard to what goes where. How dare they? I have that. Mm-hmm. And so I... I don't know. I just started like, for example, like Fernando's closet was driving him. Well, no, it was it wasn't driving him nuts. It was driving me nuts. Mm-hmm. How does it not drive you nuts? I don't know. Like clothes everywhere, things shoved in corners. Wasn't bothering him. I think it was bothering him. He just wasn't willing to admit it. But he's working like two jobs right now, and I was like, I can't imagine trying to get ready in this like chaos. Mm-hmm. So I helped him declutter his closet he got rid of like a two huge bags of clothing so now everything's like cleared out 
I helped Isabel declutter and clear out her room. Um, I like organ like all of those missing socks. Like I finally abandoned ship on several pairs of missing socks that are never going to reappear. So everybody has yeah. fresh socks. You got to do it sometimes. I ordered fresh white socks as you have instructed mm-hmm. me to do before. I ordered fresh white socks for Isabel for school. I got. Like just like I order organize my pantry because as you know I'm using, doing this new sort of healthy eating plan and so having my pantry just organized makes it so much easier to cook. So I feel like and it's funny because it was very spontaneous. I feel like if I had planned it, if I had been like, oh, in August I really need to blah blah blah, I would have been like, oh, I don't feel like organizing my pantry. But I think it was just all about like seizing the moment. Like I was mm-hmm. having fun. I was enjoying it and I was in the zone and I just kind of kept the momentum going. And now I definitely feel like I'm starting the school year off from like a much better baseline. So it's feeling really good. Good. Yeah. Yeah, I need to do a lot of the organizing of our basement and the decluttering. And a lot of that's just not going to happen until I have a house to myself. So that will maybe be September, October project um, because I finally just accepted that summer is not the time. You know, it was going to be the summer thing. Like, oh, I'll have extra time. No. When when the kids are here, I can't. I can't do projects like that. No. I need – and there are some things with work that I need to, like, wrap up before I commit to, like, a full day session cleaning out my basement. So, yeah, you're inspiring me. It and it was happen. nice because it was, like, little small projects. Like, the pantry probably took me maybe, like, an hour. You know what I mean? But it yeah. was just like, okay, I'm in the kitchen. Da, 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 it's a good moment. I'm in the mood. Like, I'm going to do it. And it was good enough-ish. It was fine. It didn't. I didn't turn it into this big to-do. So that feels good. feels like a, my, my office is a different story. I'm looking around at many piles. It's That's fine. It should be That's fine. next. <laughs> it right, should well. be fine. Amanda, it was a joy to catch up as always. As always. I really want to encourage our listeners, Brooke, to check out our Patreon levels because I was just going to say that. You were. I was. We didn't even have this written down. We need to do a better job of talking about it, Brooke, because people want to know. They want to know how they can support us. And so the way that you can support us is to go to patreon.com slash goodenoughish and see the adorable little levels that Brooke and I have put together and all the different ways that you can support the podcast. Yeah. And with those different levels, you get bonuses. Um, I am working on releasing some new ones in the coming days. And yeah, it's just, you know, it's a little little extra help for us to keep this podcast going because we love it. And we hope you do too. And tell your friends too. Tell your friends to become a listener. We would yeah. love to have them. And don't forget, we we have a couple emails that um, I'm tucking away some topics for for future episodes. Um, so if you emailed us and, you know, we haven't talked mm. about it yet, don't worry. It's coming. But also just a little reminder to our listeners, um, call and leave a voicemail. You can text us if you're not a person who wants to leave a voicemail. It's totally okay. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. email us or ping us on social media. I don't remember what a phone number. Do you? Four eight four 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 zero nine four nine eight. Is that right? Oh, I, good. I should look it up. That's because we have a song. Um, four eight four 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 zero nine four nine eight. Let me, that's let, me let me check the contact page on our website and see if that's correct. Anyway, yeah, there's that's lots of different ways to get in touch with us, and like we genuinely like are obsessed with hearing from you, and mm-hmm. you know we could hear from you all a little bit more. So don't be shy. Um, I was right. That is our phone number. So singing it to the tune of Jingle Bells. 
Yes. Also, does work people wonders. might not remember that we have a Facebook community. Oh, yes, and that too. It is fun. It is really fun because people will chime in like Megan always gets her mention. Like, for example, I was talking about an emergency phone charger and then she posted a picture of her charging her emergency phone charger in the car and how she always has it in the car. Brilliant. Love it. Like, I love it when people ping pong back on, you know, the things that we talk about and offer more suggestions. It's so fun. Yes. So come so. find us there. Yes. All right, everyone. Bye. We will see you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Good Enough-ish. We will be back each week with new topics, stories, tips, and personal experiences, as well as some good old friendly banter and lots of laughter. Don't forget to find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish. Email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498 with questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes. Thanks for listening. Bye.